Hi, friends. This is Steve Schallenberger. To all of you who use an electronic or digital calendar, we have just released the number one time management tool to lead your life electronically. So to get your pre-week planning Chrome or Outlook extension, just go to dowhatmattersmostapp.com. All right. Have a great day. What makes a great leader great? How do we create a high-performing team? And when we say leader, we mean everyone, because everyone is leading their own life. Will yours be a life by design or a life by default? Those are the big questions, and this podcast will answer them. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast, where we help you apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders. Because great leaders will produce great results. Welcome to all of our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners, wherever you may be in the world today. This is your host, Steve Schallenberger. And we have a fun, very capable and interesting guest with us today. At an early age, our guest had a passion for business and fashion. And she is a shoes and accessories designer. And in 2013, our guest created Cecilia New York, a fashion shoe company, which is named after one of her daughters. And she is rocking the shoe world and having fun. So all of this while balancing being a mother of six children, a wife to her busy husband, Matt, and and taking care of herself. So welcome, Ashley Cole. Thank you. Thank you for having me, Steve. Oh, you bet. I've been looking forward to this. So before we get started, I'd like to tell you a little bit more about Ashley. She was fortunate to be surrounded by an entrepreneurial family. Her father, David Neeleman, is the founder of JetBlue Airways, Azul Brazilian Airlines, and recently launched Breeze Airways. And her mother, Vicky set an an inspiring example and provided a great model in raising nine dynamic, caring children. And I happen to know Vicki, and she is one extraordinary person. So those are pretty good parents, aren't they, Ashley? They are. I'm very fortunate. So very blessed to have them. Yep. Ashley's fashionable shoe designs incorporate style and comfort with the highest quality of materials and craftsmanship. Her designer shoes use Italian leathers with a range of authentic and luxurious materials, and they are fun to buy. I want you to know I have purchased two different sets as gifts, two different shoes. Those that received them and our daughter and one of our granddaughters have loved them. So nice going. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you. So after graduating fashion from Fashion Institute of Technology with the Bachelor's of Fashion Merchandising, she worked for Giorgio Armani, Diane von Furstenberg, and JetBlue Airways. And while she was at JetBlue, Ashley pioneered the effort to brand the airline as a fashion-forward company. So when looking for unique shoes that are made well and that don't break the bank. These are it. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, that's what we're trying to do. All right. Well, good. Well, Ashley lives in Salt Lake City, Utah with her husband, Matthew Cole, and six active children. She comes from a family of nine children, as I mentioned. So I just want to mention this one thing uh, before we start our interview. 
for our listeners that may be new to Becoming Your Best, it was really founded from research. And early on, like eight years ago, nine years ago, when we really launched the leadership company, the research originated from the first company I started. And and after a few years, we had 700 employees and the sales reps would come to me and say, how can I be a top sales rep or the managers and say, how can I be a top manager? And I would share a few things, but I was pretty young and a lot I didn't know. So I decided to do research. And what I was looking for is what set apart high-performing individuals and high-performing teams from everybody else. So I interviewed over 150 CEOs around the world, studied the lives of historical figures. Here's what we discovered. We discovered that none of these leaders were perfect. And yet we saw over and over again, 12 things that they did that created the excellence. And this is what I put in my first national best-selling book, Becoming Your Best, The 12 Principles of Highly Successful Leaders. And as we think about becoming your best, it's not comparing yourself to somebody else's best. It's about you becoming your best. And that is what really has impressed me about Ashley, is I've just noticed that she's working on becoming her best, personally, as a mom, as a wife, and professionally. And I've also noticed that she really is mastering a lot of the, well, really all of these 12 principles. And it's one of the things that helps her be able to be successful. So as we jump into this interview today, Ashley, first of all, thanks for your fun example. It's so enjoyable just having the chance to be around her. Would you start today by just telling us a bit more about Cecilia, New York? How did it get started? And tell us a bit about your journey. All right. So just like you said, growing up, I was surrounded by entrepreneurs. My father, but also my my great-grandfather had the first 24-hour convenience store in the state of Utah. And my other grandfather had lots of businesses and they were just all around me. And I was very intrigued by what everyone was doing. But I also felt like there was a time that I had that I could work and then I would stop working and then I would start my family. So as the time got closer, I wanted to really maximize my efforts in school. So I decided to get a business degree in something I was really passionate about as well. And that was fashion. And that's how I ended up at the Fashion Institute of Technology. But with that, I was determined that I had to finish my four-year degree in three years because my time was limited. I had to get out of school so I could work as many years as I can before who knew when I was going to get married, have a baby. And then that time in my life would be over. So I'm running as fast as I can, getting all these things done. And I marry my high school sweetheart and we're living in Manhattan, having the most amazing time. And then it's time we decided to start having a family. So I stopped working when the baby came. And when he was about a year old, my oldest, I started thinking, I don't know how this is going to go. I think (laughs) I... Maybe this isn't exactly how I had pictured it all working out. Um, I I think I need to also use these passions and these other skills that I have. And how can I make this all work? How can I bring this together? So for a few years, 
I decided I wanted to do a shoe company and I traveled around. We would go on a family trip somewhere and then I would tag on, do some factory trips. And I just was studying and studying footwear really intently for uh, several years until my third daughter was born or my third child. I had two boys and then I finally had a girl right when I was thinking about launching this company. So that's why I named after her Cecilia and we were in New York. So Cecilia New York was born and I, you know, didn't want to let go of anything being, you know, full-time mom, full-time do every job myself for, so for several years, I would show up to every trade show with anyone I could bring with me. I would do everything on my own. And finally about four and a half years ago, I hired my first full-time employee. That's when we were able to really start growing the wholesale past like boutiques and things like that. And, you know, you just need a team at the end of the day. I think, Oh no, I got this. I got this. Well, you know, learned a lot of lessons along the way and how I got this with a really great team behind me. So yeah, it's been a ride, but just like you said, it's everyone's journey and how they can be their best self for themselves. You know, I can compare myself to my friends all day who have started companies about the same time I did and where they are and where I am, you know, I've had ultimately four kids since I launched this business and six total. And I, my journey is I want to have both of these elements to the absolute max in my life. (laughs) So we have our own journey and how we can be our best self with everything that is so important to us and all of our passions and our desires and how we can fit that all in and, you know, grow and develop to be the best person we can be. Oh, well, thanks for that background. And I just loved a a number of things that Ashley shared. First of all, is really trying to be in tune with their passion. What is the best way to manifest that? And how can you be fulfilled with that? And at the same time, the desire to be a mom and it's your own pathway to compare yourself against someone else is a no-win game. <laughs> and so congratulations on doing that. And to all of our listeners, this is really what it's about in terms of becoming your best. It's taking what is your journey and how does that look? And in each area of our life, how do we find the greatest happiness and fulfillment? Because at the end of the day, you want to say, well, I, I, I have my family. I have my relationships and the people that I love and friendships and those are as great as maybe as anything I'll do. But also, I feel so great about using my talents and trying to leave the world a better place. So thanks for sharing that. That's a great start. And I I know that that'll be helpful to others. Ashley, what are some of your key lessons learned, like professional lessons that have helped you and your business be successful? So many lessons. I feel like um, (laughs) every day trying to take things I learn and put them actually into action. But I've always tried to juggle so many things. So one thing I've tried to do is just get in there, get the work done. And I got to get out. I got to go. I got to move on. And with my factories, okay, I'll come for the absolute bare minimum of time because I've got kids at home. I got to go. And but I started to learn along the way as these partners were becoming more and more part of my business. Maybe it's not these long drawn out dinners all the time, but what can I do? What can I do? Because these relationships matter. They matter to my business. 
when push comes to shove and we are in a, a tough spot with a deadline or, you know, a, an order and we need them to really help us out. It's those relationships that have got us over the finish line. So uh, things I've decided I could do is, you know, take a little bit of interest in their life, just socially online. How's your daughter? How's this? Maybe I can't, you know, spend the weekend with you, but I can, you know, know where you're at. I can take an extra few minutes to make sure our relationship and really care about these people and understand their business. This two-way street coming together of having relationships, I've had to really work on that just because I'm trying to push so many things at once. But it has really strengthened my business, especially with my factory relationships, to have these relationships be strong. So that's that's been something that wasn't natural for me just because I... <laughs> busy mom and running, but I had to find my own way to make sure this is really important. Another thing is I've touched on before, it's delegation. Delegation is so important. You know, I just think, oh, this is my brand. This is my baby. You know, this is, I can't like, I hold everything so tight for so long. And then when, you know, I can let go and I can delegate and, you know, something's not done right, we can go back to the table, but I need to be okay with that. And it has just changed everything just to let go of some things and some things that, you know, maybe something will get sent out and I'm not like really in love with exactly the way it was, but we can do it better next time. And especially being able to be there for my children, I've had to really lean on my team and leaning on them. They have just stepped up to the plate and been amazing, but that was hard for me to let go. I'd held everything so tight, but the growth can't happen until you let go and let people do their job. Really great points. All these different pieces and you're new. So I mean, I'm not new anymore, but when I was at the beginning in those years, I held on to everything. I'm like, oh, this could be the first time someone sees us. This could be the first time. I can't let them not see exactly what I want to see you. And you know, we all have our strengths. I have so many weaknesses. So I've really tried to just, I'm going to focus really hard on my strengths and have the team members fill in my weaknesses. And it has really become a much better well-oiled machine. Great insights. Thanks so much. I love those. Yeah. Growth can't take place until you let go. What a great quote, huh? <laughs> no, we'll see. That's for everyone. That's for me. Yeah, that's good. Well, those are awesome. Maybe an experience or two on how you learned those lessons. Do you mind sharing maybe a couple? Yeah. I mean, as I mentioned with my factories, we have had to really manage our cash. And sometimes I always joke around and say, I wish I had a crystal ball. I wish I had a crystal ball. How many units can we sell? And we order kind of safe because I'm worried I can't get stuck with too much inventory. I want to sell out of everything. Of course, that's not always exactly the way it goes, but I have to chase in the season, which means I get my original stock. We're selling it. We're marketing it. We're gifting it to influencers. We're working hundred miles an hour to get everything moving. And then all of a sudden it's selling really well. And I've got to get back to my factory, like help me get more, help me get more. And they have to really sometimes pull some rabbits out of a hat to get it for me. And they don't have to, it's not always a really lucrative deal for them to keep getting my reorders. But they have just done this because they know that as my business has grown, how well it's helped their business. And our relationship has really been strengthened by that. For our strengths, my strength is I am the problem solver in the heat of the moment. I don't just 
take no. I go every which way until I find how I can make something work. I don't just let go. And sometimes I drive people crazy because I, I just try it again. If someone tells me no, I go to a different resource. We had this, this boot is our top selling boot and it was doing so well. And we had it in a factory in Asia and they could not make enough units for us. So I decided to send this boot that we had been making there down to Brazil to another factory partner we've worked with for many years, but they had never made this boot before. And I gave them a very tight timeline and I was flying it on my dad's Azul planes from Brazil. And I had all these puzzle pieces that had to come together perfectly. And we were actually pre-selling the shoe online, pre-orders, and they were like going crazy through the roof. (laughs) And the shoe came... It was devastating. It was something they had done wrong with the back of the boot. When people walked, they came out of the boot. It was an elastic band closure around and they didn't do it correctly. Oh no. Yeah. I I tried every which way to fix this boot. Every repair shop in the entire Western United States. It shoes I had on the phone, factories in um, California, anyone who could help fix this situation. I had so many of these and I had already sold them. I know that I laid it all out and I tried everything to salvage this. And finally, I just had to give everyone their money back. So I will never just run and move something so quickly and move that fast if something's so important again. I mean, these were this was a factory partner. They had never made this particular boot and it was a little bit complicated. Wow, what an experience, huh? Yeah, it's a tough one. A little bit a little bit of stress involved. Oh yes, yes, yes. <laughs> See, I knew that uh, I knew Ashley really is mastering these 12 principles. Ashley, the first one is be true to character. And when people know that they can count on you, that kind of character in today's world is worth more than money could ever be. Really. It gives you a moral authority and people want to associate with people they can trust and count on, especially when things, when, you know, when the chips are down. So great going. That's a wonderful story. I appreciate you sharing it. I trust too. I go, you know, we all do. When someone's burned you a little bit, you're very hesitant to work with them again. All right. So if if you had the chance to sit down with someone who is joining your team, what would be one or two things you would say to them about what it means to be a great team member? For me, it's jump in with both feet and get excited. Be excited and give it your heart because when people, you know, come mosing in 15, 20 minutes late and today we've already started meeting about something, can't really remember what we're, we were working on and you just tell their, their mind and is elsewhere and they're not really into it. It's really hard for the whole team. And, but when we've got, when we're excited and we are all on board and the ideas are flowing and the creativity and we're coming up with new ways of doing things and how we can solve, you know, we're working on problems all the way from conception of the design through all the phases of that going to market and samples through production, getting it all the way back to this country, to our factories, to the customer, you know, this, this whole cycle where there's so many little touch points we're always working on and we need, you know, team members that are excited and they want to be there. And these problems, Solving times are exciting to them. Oh, okay. Keep going. Those are good. That's a good one. Good start. Yeah. And I would just say, honestly, just 
give everything a little bit more. Don't ever. And I always, I try to teach my kids this. Don't just do what you have to do. Just read over that special email one more time. Everything, just give it a little bit more. That extra 5% on our team from everybody just makes such a difference because when we just do it just to get it done, there are mistakes that cause so much more problems we have to deal with later. And just putting in that little bit of extra effort goes such a long way. All right. That's good. Good stuff. All right. Well, that's good advice. Good advice. Good going. So how have you balanced Ashley being a mom and a spouse with your career and work demands? How do you do it? How do you pull it off? (laughs) It's always, uh, you know, everyday thing to work with. But when I worked for Diane von Furstenberg, at the time I got out of school and I had an offer to go into the buying department at Bloomingdale's or to go in sales at Diamond Furstenberg. And I just thought, of course, Bloomingdale's, of course, Bloomingdale's, like it was such a big powerhouse in New York at the time. But I just felt strong. I met, got to meet with Diane in the, on my interview. And I was so just taken by her. She just really struck me. And I thought at the time, it was so great because the company was a little smaller than it is now. And it was this amazing kind of smaller building in New York where the downstairs was all the showroom and the upstairs, you could see down into the showroom, but uh, right across from us was production. Right next to them was public relations. To the right of us was design. And I dealt, dealt with sales between the international and the domestic office. But it was just this awesome synergy to watch all these departments work together in the size of the company. But now when I look back, that was really cool. But what I've taken so much even more over the years is the way Diane integrated her family and her business was just the most amazing lesson I could have ever learned. So Diane had her apartment was actually the third floor at the top level of this building. And she was a grandma at the time, but her grandkids would come running through her her kids and she would come, you know, down in her yoga outfit for a meeting and then get back up there and come down in a gown for a gala. And we were all just like watching her life. And I was just so intrigued by how she put all these facets together so she could be this amazing mother and grandmother, but also run this incredible company. And I've tried to continue to think about that and teach my children lessons and my kids, anytime that, you know, they're around and it's not something they can't be at bringing them into it. And, and when I have my 9am meetings in the morning, my daughter who is just turned four and my baby often are playing with toys and coloring on the floor. And they're just, it's around my kids. When our new boxes of samples come, I call my kids, I'll open them. They lay them out. My girls are trying them on. We've had to ship Lord and Taylor orders out of the, my garage and all my kids were a packing team. And anything I can do to bring both these worlds together has been my constant effort. So they're learning something. I don't just shut a door and mom's working um, there. Of course, there are those times. Sometimes I'm like, guys, Nordstrom's on Zoom right now. You've got to go. Love you. Thank you for, you know, your input. Um, my daughter, Naomi, has this business. She's always like, mom, I got to work on my business. And the things that she's six that she talks about, I'm like, wow, a lot. <laughs> she wants to do tie-dye sweats that she adds like jewels to. And it's called Fashion Star. And she talks about her ads online and 
what we got to build this website. And I'm like, Oh my gosh, you're six turning seven. Like she's definitely a lot. <laughs> Obviously then there's the whole juggling thing. My, my goal is I take my to school in the morning. I drop them off at eight 15. I have one that's still home full time. I have um, two that are home two days a week. And then as soon as they're dropped off, it's focus, focus, focus as much as I can. I do have help that is wonderful. And then when they are home at 3.30, I really try to focus right back on them. Of course, there's summer. There's a lot of other things that make it a juggling every single day. But I just, I know this is me. Like I, I always like have known I thrive on chaos. That's kind of, if it's (laughs) too much to do, I get distracted and I'm like looking at like random, like real estate houses I can flip or something. And so it's like, basically I just decided I've got ADD. I've got to channel my hyper-focus into one thing or I would just be throwing like big parties and flipping things. I would have a hundred projects going, which would also be good. But I think that would actually be more hard for me than just focusing into one business. Yeah, indeed. Yeah, you got to watch out for the shiny objects, right? Yeah, I know. It's true. This kind of helps me keep my head down a little bit and just like go for my goal. Yeah, well, it's really fun hearing about this, Ashley, because it's bringing back great old memories for me. In my first company, we had a 30,000 foot uh, building. And so, you know, if you have a lot of work, like I'd worry about it and wanted to take care of my, be a good dad. And we had five boys and finally a girl. Well, when the first three boys were like, oh, nine and under, if I had a lot of work, I'd take them down to the, uh, to my office, which was maybe five minutes from our house. And, and man, they had a blast. They would they would go under my desk. They would play hide and seek in the building. They'd use the intercom system in the whole building. Nobody else was there. It was at night. Oh, my gosh. I bet they had such a blast. Oh, great memories. And then they would find the candy machines. Uh-huh. And they'd get their little tiny arms way up in these candy machines. <laughs> oh, what a, what a riot. Anyhow, I had to put extra money in those machines to make up for the vendor's loss, I'm sure. We were the same way. I ended up at my dad's office building at Morris Air a lot when I was growing up. He, I don't know, it'd be like we'd be leaving a family party and we'd have two cars and he'd stop by to get some stuff for the office. And those poor people probably came in for work the next day and were like, wait, where's the chocolate in my drawer? I would raid the drawer (laughs) and I would raid the fridge and I would be like living the high life with all their snacks. And I don't think my dad ever knew or he'd be so mad at me, but you know, uh, a young girl walking around a dark office at nine o'clock at night, she's going to find something to do. Oh man, I'll say, well, those are great memories. Well, before I'm always amazed at how fast our time goes. So What's one final tip that you would leave with our listeners today? It's been such a delight to have you on. I would just say, enjoy where you're at. Enjoy that moment where you're at. I'm always looking. I've always had this problem. I'm looking to the next thing. I'm rushing through school. I'm, okay, I've got to get my six kids. I've got to do this and this. Where I look back at these moments, like that was a really awesome time of life. It's not, the next thing is not always going to be the next best thing. It's just now is also the best. I always have told myself the best is yet to be, but the best is now. You always have to live in the moment as well as look to the future. Yeah. Well, that's great. That's a good tip to make the very best of today. I'm kind of laughing a little bit because I have 
I'm, I'm doing a backup recording on my iPad, and I just noticed that a Cecilia New York flash came up. Here's oh. your chance. Classic, okay. classic and classy. Dress it up, dress it down. That's are targeting our customers, and you are a good customer. <laughs> okay. Well, Ashley, how can people learn more about your shoes? You can look at our website, which is cecilianewyork.com, C-E-C-E-L-I-A, newyork.com. And our Instagram is the same, Cecilia New York. That's the handle. Um, we're on Pinterest. Yeah, that's probably the best. Find us if you want to look through at other websites. We're on Anthropology. We're on Nordstrom. Okay, well, perfect. Well, thank you, Ashley, for being part of this show today. And it's been so fun. And what a great and productive visit this has been. And we wish you all the best and making a difference in the world for good. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you for having me. It's so great to speak with you. And to you, our listeners, what a privilege to have you with us. It's such an honor. You know my admiration for you. Thank you for listening and blessing so many other people's lives in the process. This is Steve Schallenberger with Becoming Your Best Global Leadership, wishing you a great day. Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, in your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or you can visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, it would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.